into mission. Hello, and welcome to Lion City Rock. This is part two of our continuing magical history tour of 1965, the year that saw the Singapore music scene reach new heights, with local bands topping the charts and concerts and events that rocked the Lion City. So what we're trying to do here is give a little insight into what could possibly be the apex of the so-called singing 60s in Singapore. I mean, in part one, we saw how the Rolling Stones raised the ruckus when they were here, and we saw how the big three of the Singapore music scene, the Crescendos, the Quest, and relative newcomers, Naomi and the boys, and we saw how quickly they kind of like rose to the top, you know, and dominated the charts here. In the face of, I don't know, a whole slew of music releases that came out from a whole bunch of other bands. Um, but that's not all, as Kevin and I found out. Um, all of which we will look at in part two that's coming up. And part two will begin... Now! End of intermission. Part two. Like, like uh, I was just looking through this thing called... Uh, the Ventures of Singapore competition. So they had all these like Ventures of Singapore, like, the Cliff Richard of Singapore competition, the Elvis of Singapore, the Beatles of Singapore competition, all these Battle <laughs> of the Bands. And yeah, yeah. what's interesting is if you look at the list of people who are in the competition itself, these are these are all for like young unknown bands, right? Yeah. This band called the Patricians. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a guess as to where they were from. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, where do you think? Some school with the word Patrick in it. My dad's alma mater, actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah, okay. yeah my dad's from St. Pat's. So yeah. The Patricians, the Astronauts, the Outlaws, the Nighthawks, K-N-I-G-H-T, yeah? the Zodiacs, and the Night Shadows, <laughs> again, K-N-I-G-H-T. So bands love to play. They, have a lot they all, of they all sound like garage bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all are garage bands. I mean, these are, these are essentially garage bands, but I mean... It, it roll down to the core it's all Singapore garage bands you know that Singapore no garage you know, true like kapak band kapak band <laughs> and, but you can see also like the like the way they, the way they, they some of them obviously the very obvious now we just call ourselves this because we're in the same school um, the quest actually were called yeah. the name because they were they were they were taking a school uh, newsletter but yeah, like you know like the night shadows spelled with a K um, obviously they all are like also taking an idea, mm, you know, let's let's have a little bit of wordplay here. Let's That's quite a nice up. name, band name though. The Night Shadows, right? Night Shadows, yeah. pretty good, yeah. pretty good, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, wow, okay, interesting. The astronauts, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, the sure. Outlaws, yeah, of course, you want to be, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, not, yeah. pretty, not, pretty. These are yeah. some of the obvious ones. Yeah, but the guest list, the guests, so like, while the judges are deliberating, a bunch of other artists will come in or intersperse throughout the competition to perform. You yeah. get Keith Lock, you get right. Quest, you got right. Vernon, which is Vernon Cornelius, who will later join the Quest. You got Checkmates, who are backing Vernon. You have Bobby, no idea who that person is. This band called The The Aquarians. The Aquarians. The Aquarians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The The Aquarians. I don't know why they printed it like that. The Cyclones. Okay. Brian Paul, who was also a, a, a well known singer at the time. The Firebirds which will later change the spelling of their name to E-Y-R-D-S, mm. like, like the birds, uh, the year the year following. The Telstars, do you know where they uh, got the name from? Yeah, obviously. And this one is my favourite. Miss Margot Haig. 
and the ever-popular Teenage Comets. Teenage Comets actually comes up uh, a few times in the newspapers, not as part of a story about them, whatever it is, um, but the Teenage Comets are a versatile female group, female pop group, all female. Okay, So they are one of the first mm. all-girl pop bands. Right. Okay, right. Will be oh. many, one of the many guests. Oh, that's there. Teenage Comets, is it? Yeah, this group called the Teenage Comets. Oh, okay, okay. There will also be another group called the Angels. There's also another Angels. Group, yeah, that came out also all so around this time. Yeah, also all girl. Okay. Also playing rock and roll. But even even in the out there globally, there were not many all girl bands, right? There were mainstream. I mean, bands are like playing instruments. One. Yeah, not no. I can't think of any in the sixties. I'm sure they were. There was one called the Liverbirds from Liverpool. Ah, okay. They were like the female Beatles. Right. Uh, I mean, there was yeah. one band called the Shags. Yes, yes, correct. Which, correct. Are, which are this girl band or so. Which is, yeah. Which is like a cult band now. But yeah. Like, if you are the Shags kind of thing, if you don't know that I am not cool. Yeah, <laughs> correct, correct. That's the thing, right? Yeah. One of those. So so it was a, it was a, yeah, I mean, so it's it's quite, I mean, girl bands, I think, were quite new. I mean, that would, not that, that, not that they weren't, they didn't exist, but they just weren't in the in the in the, in the mass. But that mass would be a, if you wanted to do like one of these like woke woke culture kind of movies now. That's <laughs> yes. the one you do, right? In, uh, set in Singapore, nine sixty five. Mm. Uh, teenage commerce and yeah. girl empowerment. <laughs> nah, don't know what lah. Show on nah. Yeah, 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 shot, yeah, yeah. Nap, nap shot, You should do something like that. <laughs> Then, the, then the, in that show, all the guys are idiots and the girls yeah, yeah. the girls <laughs> save the day. Stand, it's a standard thing nowadays. The girls, the girls save the day because, you know, yeah. like, you know, oh, there's this so big so thing so that's so going to happen and then, oh my God, the guys can't make it and the girls come in and go like, we'll show you how it's done and everybody so like, yeah, rock and roll. Rewrite Singapore history. Come, let's, let's do, do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Teenage comments. I love the name, man. The name is nice. I love this name also. It's a very teenage cool comments. name. It's a very cool name. The teenage comments. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it has, it has a very psychosonic vibe, the name. Yes! That was right? the first thing I thought of. It's like, well, like if you like think of what would be the precursor, precursor of psychosonic, psychosonic. Be teenage, teenage comments. Just in the name, uh, just the name. Right? Uh. The music, the maybe not, but the name, yes. Yeah, yeah, but then, then also, also Auger Van is like, what, what are the odds? Yeah, exactly. I think it's that's like, amazing. I think that's amazing. Same yeah. out and wow. Okay, it was like so cool. That's, that's something, to, something to look at, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what I also like is like, I mean, here's the thing. So that if you look at the newspapers again, not many full-on stories. Even that that one, uh, that, that whole thing about the talent time, I mean, ventures competition, it was just a short little blurb at yeah. the bottom, right? But, uh, but what you see, if you go and look, so if, you, if you're not looking, you don't go and look for articles, you just go and look at all the advertisements. Mm. There's always something going on with a local band almost every day. If you, mm. if you plow through all them, you know, there's this thing called... Uh, in April for Easter, the Entertainer Show, 25th April, Singapore Badminton Hall, featuring all Singapore title holders. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> What's that mean? I thought it was boxing or wrestling or what? Title no, 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 no. It's it's entertaining. It's an, so it's a variety uh, show. It's, it's pretty much like <laughs> it's pretty much like your Ed Sullivan kind of show. I have never seen that. Fr- I've never read. I've never seen that phrase used before, man. Like all Singapore way. title holders. Uh, yeah, the Entertainer Show there. Uh, 
It's called the, an Easter holiday, an Easter holiday attraction, the Entertainer Show, 25th April, blah, blah, Singapore Mental Hall, featuring all Singapore title holders, plus the Jets, which is an instrumental ah, guitar band, the Crescendos, the, yes. the Checkmates, the Silver Strings. This one called Frantic Friend. I'm not too sure. I, I would like to find out who Frantic huh? Friend is. Frantic Friend? Yeah. That's an uh, interesting name. Yeah. There's Vernon. And the trailers, uh, and, uh, yeah, and a special trailers. half hour show by Tony Castillo and the High Notes, and I like, I like how I like, uh, and tickets at two dollars and one dollar, tickets on yes. sale at TMA. TMA was a a, a music shop run by yes, this guy yes, 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 I remember was, it. Yeah, so TMA, 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 the yeah. precursor to actually not the precursor, the competitor to Sweely. I remember their logo. Mm. Vaguely remember the logo, like the M is like the legs. And yes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Something like that. Lah. So TME, yeah. yeah. Tickets on sale TME. TME. The other one is Katong Flower Shop. <laughs> and the last one, Leong Refrigeration Services at <laughs> Avenue. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love this shit. Brilliant. I love this, man. But you know, what, what it, it kind of brings to mind is how like, like 30 years later, right, in the 90s, uh-huh. It's, it's basically, you see the same elements, you see. What, what right? you a, a, a lot of the early releases were, of course, there are no labels supporting in the beginning, but mm-hmm. they also called like a lot of EP cassettes. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So, so EP also, again, the same thing. And then yeah. all these live shows, a lot of times, again, right, with the people who are selling it were like all these little shops and all that. Yeah, it was not, like it was not mainstream. Yeah, bookshop, yeah. scoop, la. Or Adada yeah. or, 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 or yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing, shop, you see? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get so, it at Cystic. There was no Cystic to buy tickets. No, no, from. that's what I'm saying. Was, so yeah. right. So there's there's some, of course, you know, it was I mean definitely the 60s scene mm. was much, much bigger than what was happening in the 90s. Right. Yeah. But but you can see some kind of so it's a very unusual thing because in Singapore, it was literally the six the the, the 90s were the 60s. La. Mm, mm, right, because you right. just yeah, you yeah, just yeah. turn you just turn nineties away again. Yeah, yeah, like correct. Six, right. Nine upside down is six. So you know, yeah. I've always kind of felt that nineties is like a sixties revival, like, in a sense. It's very hard, funny how it turned out. I think up. I think it was it. Yeah, I think it was though because let's face it, like the sixties, like you, like you know, like we we're talking earlier, the sixties things started to peter out the second half of the decade, right after we gained independence. This is sixty five. So after we gained independence. Um, yeah. There was a lot of emphasis on building the nation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah. I will understand why people put having fun and pop and stuff like that to one side. Yeah, there are a lot of factors. Uh, la. Yeah, of course, factors. there are a lot of factors. I mean, there's more than more than just that. But, yeah. but that scene in the 60s kind of started to beat out towards the end of the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Similarly, in the 90s, it also started to beat out. Also late, late, yeah. late, late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Once you cross like 97. It's funny, it. right? Same also with this, like once you got to 68, 69. Yeah, and also it, because yeah. there were quite a few factors as well. Like, okay, okay. But I mean, on both sides. 90, both sides 90, yeah, both sides. Like, both sides see. had similar factors. Yeah. Actually, they had similar factors. Economic. That was it. Yeah, that was a key factor. Which, which, is always, which is always <laughs> the case. Like, economics. Yeah, correct, it's, yeah. it's always about economics, right? If you yeah, if nobody's making money, then how are you going to have entertainment? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the whole problem. Like. Yeah. But speaking speaking of entertainment, this is other this is other thing I wanted to highlight. It's a it's an advertisement uh, from August August 9, 1965. Okay, mm. this is the same again same day that 
in the newspaper you read, Singapore leaves Malaysia. Okay, this right. is the same, same newspaper, right? On the page four, it's a it's a it's an ad. It's a series of ads for movies for the day. So you get um, battle action. <laughs> this one's at Lido. Battle action week and all the war movies like Batan, Torpedo Run, Take the High Ground, Battle Thirty Seconds Over Tokyo. Wow. Okay. Below that is this. You know, do you remember Rex Cinema? Mm. There's this other cinema. There's a sister cinema to Rex called Sky. S K Y. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Rex Cinema Sky. Next change. Freddy and the Dreamers in Every Day is a Holiday. Okay, so it's a movie at the time of, of course, a lot of pop stars were doing movies like Beatles, yep, yep. Elvis, Freddie and Dreamers are one of them. But after that, it says on stage at Sky, Thursday nights, Shirley Naya and Silver Strings. Shirley Naya mm. is another another big singer from the 60s. Um, yeah, Silver Strings actually started, had their debut um, recording sessions with her and there's this group called Mike and Her. And Silver Strings are like, um, like you could say competitors to people like Checkmates. Huh? They were like the other backing band of choice. Right. Everybody wanted yep. to yep. change all the yep. Checkmates, all the trailers. These three guys would, uh, uh, you know, they backed up practically between the three of them plus the Quest, they backed up every, every I mean, one single I mean, that's the, the motors, motors operandi. Like yeah, correct. See. Yeah. So yeah. Silver Strings and Shirley Naya performed before, uh, before the show started. So at 6.30, they'll come, they'll do a set and then at seven or whatever, the show will start. Uh, and then again at nine something before that. Which also, which, which also make, makes sense because then you, you it's an added attraction. Yeah. They say you got live band or so. Yeah, you know, correct, hot, correct. Hot band, right? Recording hot artists. Hot band, yep. Now you watch, come, come and watch our show, which is a music show. You can watch some band first. Yep. I mean, correct. it makes, I mean, there's good marketing, right? you know. Yeah, correct. You can't this, deny and, that. And this was the thing, like if you look throughout the whole, the whole year, these, I mean, not just this year, I mean, the year before as well. I mean, I guess in the 60s, this was the thing because yeah. a, lot of this, a lot of the cinemas were one-room one cinemas you know, before yes. they had the multiplexes, right? So yeah. actually, yeah. and if you look at the cinema, the old cinema, if you look at the main state, the main hall, you'll notice that um, it's like Capitol. There's a huge stage area, actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the cinema will be screened because there'll be the Discord screen yeah. come down. And then, I yeah. mean, Capital so is the, the classic the last, one. Yeah, or, the last or, living. Or, or projector, the, the place they're using a projector or so the same. Yeah, the format is the same, right? So it's actually a, a stage setup mm. um, that also shows uh, a movie. Yeah, so it, it's quite interesting to see. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it makes right. a lot of sense. And, th and this and this are actually proper shows because all of them have compares. At the time, compares were very big. The MC was very, yeah. very big. Of all yes. these shows, yes. <laughs> they compared. They had the Falcons from Malaysia coming down. They had the Beatles of Malaysia also yeah. playing in Singapore. So you know, well, uh, compares what what we call like host nowadays. Yeah, now host. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Correct, same right. thing. Same job. Same job, like, Same job. So some but, things don't change, don't really change if you think about it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It just it just you know re is reinvented or it morphs transformed into something else. Yep. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you you kind of still need you. I mean, you always need entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Entertainment. It's just a question of how big or how small, how how much people have, how much money people have to spend, and things like that. Yeah. Right. Then then you can you have some extreme thing like on a big scale like F one and things like that lah. Mm. Yeah. Which is coming yeah. back. But you see, uh, a lot of these shows, I like, see, even like F one, uh, there's no compare. 
There's no one person tired. It's just the band will turn up when they turn up or whatever. Even at your laneways and stuff like that. There, there are, there's no there's no they don't, but tying, there's some, tying down the whole show you know there's I mean? some shows still locally where they do still have that right they have a host yeah for example so it, it does still happen yeah yeah right because i think for a lot of organizers they still have that in mind they're they're familiar and comfortable with that mm. i think so it like, depends, uh, i think it like if festival the... you do that it'd be them funny lah that's all i can say It'd be too yeah, funny like, to do that. It's like not hip anymore. Yeah, right? correct. But that's the thing. But you you reckon that the festival format of today is a format for any kind of show that you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so, mean... So I always I find mean, it very interesting that, that... I mean, it's what they did like, recently when they reopened it, they had like that... that um, the live... I think it's a the rap show that, that uh, Sugar, Sugar Shane mm. did. Mm. Three hours, right? So in between hours, the band, yeah. three in between all the band setups, and they had like basically the same band backing. Right, the same backing uh, band and different. Yeah, same backing band. So in between they had these like comedians stand up to come up. Right, and right. right. They'll do a short like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing, right? So I mean again, it's there's nothing new about that because it kind of has been this what has been going on for 50 over years, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. But it works, it works. I mean, yeah. you don't change what works, basically. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was. I mean, I always find it. It's, it's so. It's so interesting to see this kind of thing, and that people that were actually willing to do that kind of thing. Like, if you're a cinema owner, or if you're holding a movie, you know, you want to hold a movie screening. How many would go? Like, mm, you know, let's just get somebody to come in and yeah. do, a, do a thing that will fit the vibe of the movie that we're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, it's. I think, like I said, it's good marketing. Yeah, but you don't you don't hear that kind of stuff. Even if you have a movie, let's say if you if you're gonna do say, if you're gonna screen like I mean okay now we don't have to because you have like streaming and Disney Plus and all that yeah, yeah yeah But like, even let's say uh, you want to do say the the Billie Eilish, um movie that they did, right yeah. or the Taylor Swift movie that they did, yeah. I want to put it on the big screen. Will anybody yeah. think to let's get somebody let's get some entertainers before the show starts yeah but the halls are diff- the halls are different now, nowadays so i mean yeah now, nowadays but again, can't. Like, you, like, you can't like, really do it it, dep- it depends on where you, it depends on where you want to do it la. you know like I if mean, we I book, mean, if we book capital i'm sure we can put a band in front yeah 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 you know so it, it just depends on whether people want to do it or not you know yeah but i think in 65 the people in singapore mm-hmm. right did not like thumb their nose up at local musicians. Not like now. If you tell them there's a show with local music, they were like, uh, what do I want to watch the local band for what? <laughs> because seriously, it seriously. Cost $300 you have to pay to watch Billy Idol. Yeah, but seriously, the, <laughs> the, the, you know, the mindset is very different mm. from compared to 65 where right. you know, they don't have such prejudice, you see. Right. But right. now, yeah. it's, you know, that's always also the problem. La. So like, if you're an organizer, so you're like thinking, yeah, mm. they won't do. They won't do that. They won't do that. Right, right. Yeah, But anyway, it's it's. I mean, this is one of those things that I find very. I just just piqued my interest in. Yeah, yeah. No, because let's say you did the Billy Eilish show or Taylor Swift had somebody open before that. They would just say, "Yeah, hey, get out the stage now. We want to watch the movie. We didn't come to watch you." <laughs> you know, I can guarantee that's what a lot of people will be saying. Just you know, get out. We didn't come here to watch you. We came to watch the main act, or we didn't watch the movie. Right, don't waste right. time. Don't waste time. You know, Singaporeans are very, very impatient. So, yeah. So that that is why it's happened. 
uh, in 50 years, 55 years. 57 years. 57 years. This is what Singaporeans have become. Sigh. They just want what they want, you know. Uh, everything else, I'm not interested. I don't want to try something new. I don't want to, you know, I just want what I, I, what I want. And that's all. Come on, Singaporeans. Can you not be like that? <laughs> reality, reality bites. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you must support local. Why are you so like that? Why are you so yeah, like why that? Why are you so like that? Don't be like that, can <laughs> No, no, but I mean, I think, I think, I think uh, if, if that's the case, I think all these people should just troll through the e-resources at NLB to read all these little snippets and stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah. frankly, it is, it is quite an eye-opening thing. I mean, even, I mean, yeah, maybe for us because we like music and stuff like that, right? And we like yeah. the history of that kind of thing. But you look at some of the things that they have, I mean, like, like just like I said, just, just look at the ads and you'll find, because there are not, there are not many straight out articles or essays or anything written that really and kept that goes into detail about the period. Yeah, uh, you can definitely go and find stories about all oh, the sixties, and most of it is actually written with with rose colored glasses, lah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, lah. Yeah. So so you go and oh, what a what an interesting find time all that kind of stuff. But when you look at it, when you go and look at all the ads and stuff like that, that is where it actually forms an actual narrative um, that you can try to it's like a jigsaw puzzle so i mean basically that's what kevin and i are doing right now we're just we're just trying to piece what the scene might have been like looking at all the different things that were put out back then and um, i mean like i'm just looking at this thing where this is <laughs> you know we were talking about the orchard hotel right just now right and orchard hotel right yeah i just i just found i found this ad that says it's it's called orchard hotel that's the name of the hotel called orchard hotel is at two orange grove road Oh, uh, that's, that's orange, further up. That is up near, there. that's the Shangri, near Shangri-La. Shangri-La. Like, yeah. Ming, is it? No. Is it around? No? Yes, it will be, it will be, it will be where the Ming Arcade, Ming, uh, Ming Arcade, or, or where the, where the, no, so, no, where the current, no, where the current Orchard Hotel is. The so that's where Golden, Golden where Venus was. Yes. Golden, Golden Venus was there. Yes. Right? Yes. So it'll ah, be. Ah, okay. Okay. Right. So. Ah, that's yeah. a very old, old building, uh, that one. Yeah, correct. So. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Where the cat, where the, where the site of the new, where the current Orchard Hotel it's, is. It's further up. This would be, further this would, up, yeah. So this, further up from Orchard uh, Road. Uh, 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 uh. So this would be Orchard Hotel. Um, right. You know, they, they had an ad out on, uh, on, 30th of October 65 and um, <laughs> fully air conditioned. Yeah, that's your plus point. Singapore very hot. Yeah, yeah of course, so, of course. Listen to the popular Orchard Quartet with Ernesto Daroya at the piano. Yeah. Music yeah. extended until 1 a.m. <laughs> Woo! Okay, yeah. then at the Golden Venus, which is the popular club, I mean, it was, uh, I think it was named, it was a night, night it was club. A night club kind of thing. Um, yeah. Although, was, nighttime is nightclub. Daytime is tea dance club where bands will go and play. So, the beat and blues session on Sundays, 2.30 to 6pm. The checkmates with Vernon and Cyclones plus mm. guest bands. Okay. So, these are tea, these, this is an advert for the tea dance that they, mm. tea dancers that they had. Uh, the Golden mm. Venus was a very popular spot. Uh, yeah. It was so popular that, you know, even, uh, Joe Pereira, um, 
former musician, then turned writer who writes about all these kind of things. He wrote a book called Legends of the Golden Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, a it few was, years uh, ago. It was a happening place like, back then. Yeah, back then this was like the place to go if you want to check yeah, out. Yeah, that was the place to go. Yeah, yeah. that was the place yeah. to go. Then. Yeah, it's like the cavern, uh, so-called. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm just drawing all these weird comparisons. The cavern or the 54 club or whatever. No, the gaslight club in uh, Yeah, New it's York, quite interesting right? because like you, you can go online and search for Golden Venus. You find some photographs. Mm. Uh, mm. Quite interesting photographs of what it was like in there. Right, yeah. Quite happening, quite happening. You know, yeah. I think 665, you know, the beehives and uh, some of them like Chong Sams and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was the vibe lap, yeah. Sixty-five. We watched the dew as it fell upon the grass. And all we dreamed was on the spray that we passed. And I recall all the things that you said that day. The time would stop for me getting a spray. The checkmates with Vernon and Cyclones were uh, a regular, like a resident band there. Okay, so yes, they were, yes, so yes. They're practically, you know, yeah. want to go and watch the checkmates, yeah. just head on down to Golden yeah. So, and, so in fact, so in fact, right back then, what I do recall, even like going into the seventies as well, mm -hmm. a lot of the 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 music places were in hotels. Mm. Mm. They were yeah. all in hotels, right? Yeah. So like those, so Google also they had. Oh yes, also, yeah, the had, yeah, yeah. yeah, they also had um and, and you know some of the other hotels as well. Like so your so, hotel, so. the one behind Goodwood, your hotel, yeah, yeah the carriage yeah. bar, and that was yeah. a big thing as well. Yes, correct, you correct. Know? Yeah. And that was so, really so that was a very speech, common yeah. so that's why the, the story a lot of times is that when they banned the, the live music in the 70s, mm -hmm. a lot of them were like like be going to the hotel and then they find the, the all the thing locked up. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was all these places had to be physically padlocked and stuff. Yeah, like they padlocked locked. That is it. Yeah. Hey, my instruments are inside. Eh? <laughs> my gear, my gear is all inside. <laughs> then they're like, just tell you, sorry, uh, nothing I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous, a famous story. By the fly baits, if I'm not wrong, it's either the fly baits or, or the adapters or whoever. And that was the first night. They were playing at the Mandarin. First night. Ah. First night they go in, it was the same day that the government uh, closed down all these nightclubs. <laughs> all the equipment there, they're about to start. They couldn't take anything out at all. Yep. Yeah, closed down all these night spots. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I cannot, cannot take out. It's, that, that makes no sense to me. It's like, you can lock up, but then what about our gear? It doesn't belong to you. Or, you know, that was crazy. Yeah that, yeah, that sounds like Singapore for you. Correct. Sorry, everything has to be locked up. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, uh, the other thing about that, just, just, a, just a quick side uh, about the Checkmates, Cyclones, and Vernon, they actually uh, formed, it was an unofficial collective, they called themselves four plus two plus one. Four Checkmates, two Cyclones, and one Vernon Cornelius. <laughs> that, was their, that was their moniker at the time. They were like, oh, we're four plus two plus one. And then the four will perform, and then the two plus four will perform, and then the one plus four will perform, and then they, you know, they, they just do the whole thing together. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a shtick lah, but it was a, it was an interesting shtick that nobody else would do. Well, back then you, you, you could do this kind of thing lah. Yeah, yeah. You had, you had the market for it. Yeah, yeah, correct. And, and, and you know, like you said, people are actually going for all these things. Yeah. And stuff like that. 
Because and, uh, what else is there to do back then? Mm-hmm. It's actually a captive audience. Yeah, and, and, and you know, like, like uh, you know, we're talking about uh, cinemas and stuff like that, holding gigs and stuff. There's this, this is very interesting. I just very quickly again, just want to point out this one on 24th July, 65. Um, this ad, stop press. Lady Godiva will be at the foyer of Lido, Singapore. Lady so, Godiva. Uh, the, oh. Strange, the movie was called Strange Bedfellows. The star is Gina Lola Brigida. Oh. Who okay. was like the sexual yeah, yeah. whatever. La. I just, I don't yeah. Is there an equivalent these days of this kind of people? I don't know. But back these then, days, uh, of course, got la. These days yeah. is that 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 Spanish girl la. What Spanish girl? That that uh, what her name? Anna Anna. Uh, what's I can't pronounce her name. She's doing. She's act. She's acting as Marilyn Monroe in that. Netflix oh yes, blonde. Uh, that girl. Yeah, yeah. That girl. Yeah, that girl. And she was in a lot of shows la. Yeah. She was so, in uh, Time to Die. She was in. Oh um, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no time to die. Um, Anna Diama. Hamas or something like that. Yeah, Anna something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's Spanish, right? Spanish. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so Gina Lorde Brigida actually came to town to do uh nice <laughs> to open the show here. It's fucking brilliant. And then yeah. inside this ad itself, this in person, you know, today, uh, 20 minutes you get to meet her at, uh, throughout the day, huh? she has to appear five times huh? throughout the day for people to take pictures in a photography session or whatever. Nice. Snap, do selfies or whatever. Not bad, not and bad. And then after that, it's a picture of her in her Lady Godiva outfit, if you can call what she doesn't wear an outfit, um, and the horse. <laughs> and then the big headline next to it is, I wasn't naked in the film, which is because Lady Godiva famously wrote about without any clothes on and white house. Anyway, then they had a stage show and the stage show uh, you know featured they had a stage show featuring like checkmate Shirley Naya and this other person called Fable Lip. And then a fashion parade with free dresses to lucky lady patrons by kind courtesy of the Thai room. So models were from the Singapore Model Academy and beauties from USA. Anyway the whole the whole thing is like they, they turn and oh compare is very like not not surprisingly so going out like you mentioned just like was an event it really yeah you know it's not just, uh, let's go instead let's just go watch a movie tonight so much so much packed into it yeah yeah it's like it's really like a full on like wow yeah practical kind of thing you know so that's that sounds like entertainment to me yeah like a good night out <laughs> if you're in your early twenties or even in your thirties back then that's a good that sounds like a good event to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Go and see a, a true blue Hollywood star. Back in those days, summer, wow. Such a rare thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, if you tell me these days, yeah, you. I mean, these days, yeah, like Captain America came to town, Spider-Man all came to town before. You know I mean? This before, is like, it's now the norm, you know what I mean? Nah, but this, yeah, yeah. back in those days where such a thing is a very, very, uh, it's a rarity. Like, it's a real rarity. Yeah, you don't you don't get this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, unusual, yeah. very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, interesting. I'm just curious as to whether my dad went for that one. Well, yeah, won't be surprised. Won't be surprised if he was there. <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing that he'll go. He will go for it, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he loved he loved movies, so mm. you know, he went to he brought us to lots of movies back then. But yeah, so I mean that kind of thing, it, it, it kind of sets up the, the, the idea of what Singapore was like, uh, you know, as a, as a teen, as a youth. Yeah, that, that, that kind of sums, 
that sums it up, lah. That sums up nine sixty five quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, and the uh, you know and and if you talk about like, well, you know, the 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 last thing I could find in the newspapers about any pop event of nineteen sixty five is the quest. Uh, not surprisingly, they end off the year with a Christmas concert. Um, nice. Two night performance by Quest Quartet. Um, okay, here they say Quest Quartet. This is in November of 65. Okay, they say Quest Quartet because Keith Locke, who had been in the band throughout 1965, right? He, like, like we mentioned earlier, he did all these hit songs and stuff like that. Uh, what happened was he went on a tour in, in, in the summer of 65 um, to Malaysia. Ipoh, Kuala Lumpur, and Penang. Um, but the problem was that Keylock had gone on tour. He did not, he was working in the RAF at the time, Royal Air Force. He did not tell them and that he would not be in camp. So he basically went AWOL. And what happened throughout the whole tour of KL, Penang, Ipoh, whatever it is, was that MPs were chasing the band all the time. That's a story. So that's, that's a that's a, that's, that's a great story. Yeah, you, I think I think uh, Henry actually Henry Henry tells Henry gives Henry gives more details in in the episodes with Henry. Yeah, so Henry he, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, but but that that's a that's a cool story to dramatize. Yeah, so your band is being chased by the police, <laughs> literally the military police trying to get trying yeah. to arrest your lead singer because he went yeah. ill, and uh, yeah. Uh, so which is why the which is why the, the the notice comes out that you know it's only by the quartet which is uh and the you know Reggie, Jack, Vigon and Henry. Yeah, in case people think that you yeah, in case anybody thought, hey, where's Keith? How can I came yeah, correct. No Keith Lock? Yeah. So if you actually look at all the announcements and advertisements, advertisements from the second half of the year, Keith Lock features in very, very few of them, especially after the, the tour, because after the tour. <laughs> For the, obvious reasons. But the MPs were quite good. Like the MPs actually waited for them to finish the gig <laughs> and then come here and put the handcuffs on, take him away. So it reminds me, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Get Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very wrong. It reminds me of Get Back, the rooftop concert where the police yeah. come and then they actually wait for, yeah. hey, you'll, you'll go ahead and finish your song, then we'll, we'll get you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except that nobody was arrested in Get Back. <laughs> yeah, nobody was arrested. Yeah. Like, yeah. This one he was uh, and and yeah so so they yeah. performed at the um where was it where did I didn't see where they performed at oh badminton hall of course yeah that that badminton hall That's the badminton hall is like the, the indoor stadium or the esplanade nowhere, or nowhere else yeah. were back back then where else yeah. to perform on a big on a big scale, scale that's, uh, yeah. that's where you yeah. go what? yeah other than that is all the nightclubs yeah. Well, it's actually the National Theatre, but National Theatre was actually used for more proper shows and not really rock and roll shows. National Theatre was, was already yeah. up. It was already up by then, really, but okay. it was used for a lot of like proper okay. shows. Um, not, not so, but later on, they started using for National pop shows, yeah. Also, yeah. Like, right? The famous one being the Sweet yeah. Charity concert at the... At the yeah. that, that, that was, was later, in 69, like, 70 later. already. In the late 60s, because like, I think... Uh, October Cherries is so yes, yes, correct. So, yeah, National Theatre yeah. and, and all this sort so of the things, second yeah. half of the 60s, yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah. And then, and this this one talks about how they receive 200 letters a week from fans, not only in Singapore, but <laughs> Malaysia, Hong Kong, Japan, Thailand, Australia, and New Zealand. The fame mm. of the quest soared with their first disc released last year. Their second recording, Come On and Shout, released recently, has sold. One over ten thousand copies. Now this is the last single that uh Keith Lock uh right. I think was on. 
if I'm not wrong. I got to go and check again. But yeah, something like that. So the the quest um, at this point in time, they are riding high. They are they are like a D band to be. In a year's time, they will have hooked up with Vernon Cornelius. Um, mm-hmm. And they will really become the first band in Singapore to release a full-on album, LP. But in the meantime, you know, all these other bands also go on to be bigger things. We got, I mean, the Silver Strings will start recording mm-hmm. with, they start recording with Shirley Nye and Mike and Herb this year, and they will continue to do so over the next couple of years. The Thunderbirds, which release a debut EP called Little Lady. The following year, they'll have the biggest hit ever uh, called My Lonely Heart. Um, Derek Fitzgerald's uh, I think it was Harvey Fitzgerald who co-wrote it with somebody else. And uh, yeah, the Cyclones also will continue to release more stuff. The Checkmates, again, will be very big. And of course, the big three will continue. Uh, Quest, mm-hmm. Naomi, and uh, Crescendo will continue to start uh, start releasing more material and stuff like that. And, and if, you get, if you get the, the compilation that Kevin had mentioned earlier, 100 Greatest Singapore 60 is the definitive collection. Well, not not fully definitive, but yeah, yes. But enough, there's 100 tracks in here featuring all these bands that we've mentioned in, uh, and, and more. Sunny Bala and the Moon Glows, you know, uh, The Dukes, Bobby Lambert, Ooh. you know, Mike and Herb, I mean, mentioned there, Catherine and the Firebirds, you know, Steve Lorraine. Sue. Ah, Sue. Sue. I have no idea who Sue is, but hey. Yeah. Uh, the Friday Girls, that one is nice. Yeah, I like that one. And Cells Unlimited. Ah. Cells Unlimited, yeah. The Clansmen, the boys. I mean, the boys, you mentioned yeah. Naomi and the boys. The Clansmen and Cells, Cells Unlimited is like the proto, to me, la, they're like the proto punk. Or yeah, they're band. garage. La. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like garage. Really, yeah, and then you have, then, then, then after that, like, like, like stray dogs and all that. Yeah, stray dogs, cherries, pest infester, pest All these, all these bands yeah. will come out, come in, in the next few years. Uh, um, yeah. and and the scene will change again uh, because of the kind of sound and the kind of music that they were doing. But I mean, yeah. again, for me, to me, I think nineteen sixty five was like the year where it everything, like you said, just culminated, just solidified into a thing that said, hey, you know, we we do have a viable, you know, scene. Yep. We have great music coming from great musicians. Yep. Uh, it was it was like the 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 shining light out of that that this so-called first wave of of Singapore music. Because by 67, 68, it will the, the, the scene will not look like this anymore and mm. it will not feel like this anymore. Mm. And by 69, yeah, like like we mentioned, it will it will be like nearly at nearly at its its its, its end. La. Yeah, I mean once the once the seventies start, everything changes. Yeah, once nineteen seventy comes along, everything changes. Yeah, the whole the whole idea of the swinging sixties all that yeah. is effectively killed by nineteen seventy. You know, even yeah. in Singapore, not just not just around the world, but even in Singapore, where things all start. Yeah, yeah but you know, I mean, around the world, you know, they were still selling records, lah, but mm-hmm. music, but in Singapore. Not so much. No lah, la. <laughs> because yeah. they, so much, they, la. they didn't. You know, it was it was it was destroyed lah, crash lah, whatever. Yep, la. we'll we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the silent, yes, I, the silent seventies. Yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. the swinging sixties. <laughs> Quiet lah. I wouldn't 70s. say silent lah. Okay, okay, fine. Quiet lah. Right? Slightly so silent. There were still some things, but on a very, very 
I mean, there were still some very bands. Small scale, still yeah. got bands and no, still, yeah. still got LPs, but mm. very, very small. And these were far and few in between, right? I would very say. far, very, very. I mean, if, if you look at the, the, the releases coming yeah, up, it's, not like, it's yeah. not like this, you know? Very different time compared to the yeah. 60s in Singapore. Yeah. And then, and then mean, 80s only then, first half of 80s is terrible. Yeah. But then in the late 80s, then things start to, which we have talked about before, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, just just in terms of the number, right? I mean, like just in terms of all the bands that we talked about, they have released in one year, uh, collect collectively, like, um, eighteen eighteen releases in a year, and this is just coming from like six bands, uh, yeah. seven seven bands. Yeah. Okay. So you meant, those that we didn't mention, and they're also putting out stuff in sixty five. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's a lot of releases for. You know, a country like, and these are all local bands. Like, these are yes. not even like your know, foreign bands putting yep. in this. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot, no. Um, con- all things considered, even the I think even in the 1990s, in a single year, maybe maybe 1990s would have matched this in a single year. 95, I would say, the output would have matched something like this. Yeah. So then back then you could see like maybe a release a week, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, right? It's, it's very, very, it's very, very. Um, Bam, bam, bam! Everything just yeah. keeps coming out at yeah. that point. Yeah. But yeah. Not, none of the other decades have ever gotten this kind of, you know, this kind of output uh, in that in that sense. Uh. Not the self, definitely not the seventies, definitely not the eighties. Even the two thousands were not were not as were not like this. Maybe later, second half of the two thousand. Second half of two thousand. Uh, same thing Maybe like, maybe, half, maybe the tens uh, The tens. First part. half of noughties is yeah. Again, recovering, recovering from. Recovering from the nineties. <laughs> Yeah, no, because there are quite a few factors. La. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. same thing. La. So, like right now. Yeah. La. So, right now, so like the beginning of the 20s, the same thing. La. Right? Well, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, because but I guess, that, but I mean, yes. we, we, we have a pandemic, so that, that is a Yeah, thing, yeah but, but that's what happened in early noughties. They had SARS. Well, kind of, but I would say the world, I mean, I think, I think there were a few things. There was 9 11, there was 9 11, yeah. there was SARS, there was, right? SARS, so and there was also still the fallout of the, 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 the crisis, financial crisis. So yeah. it takes some time to recover. So by the time you come, maybe 205, 206, then it's recovering. Yeah. So you look, so it's a cycle. So we are going through again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's annoying whether you think about it, then we look at yeah, it. Yeah, we like, can't. It's like, no, but the thing is, it's, it's a, a cycle. cycle. So it's a why, cycle, it's fine. Why are you complaining? Is, it's a cycle. No, but the thing is, it's a cycle, it's fine. But it's like, the cycle, normally in other places, the cycle doesn't go back to square one. Oh. You know what I mean? The no, cycle is... But that is Singapore. This is Singapore. This is Singapore cycle. No, this is... Singapore cycle. This is the Singapore cycle. It's always going back to square one. It's like start from scratch all the time. Yeah. So it's the Singapore cycle. We cannot compare to other places. <laughs> Damn it. So we should kind of expect it really. Oh, uh, 2020, we should expect the shit to hit the fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, it, and, like it and it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The early parts of yeah, it was true, okay. It was good. 2010, 2011, it was okay. Yeah. That's the exception. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, we exception. hope you enjoyed this unf- a, a little bit terribly long uh, dissertation on 1965, the pop culture scene. Yeah, there was quite a lot more, more like more to talk about in 65 than, than kind of, real, and then we realized, like, yeah, 
and and it is in its implications on on other things as well exactly exactly i think that that part is i think quite important i mean we we basically just told you guys what happened but the, the implication of what happened actually had had some of it had far reaching mm. um you know across across the idea of um just just in the pop just in the pop culture department. I mean, we're not yeah. even talking about the socio and geopolitical stuff that yeah. happened in 65. Yeah, yeah, all exactly. Though, you know, independence happened. Yeah. And yeah. then after that, a whole bunch of changes started going on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Within the year, within the second half of the year, after, after August 9th, wow, the changes that came physically yeah, yeah. as well. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and the pop culture scene sits in that whole arena of what, really happen, you know, and we, we haven't actually talked about the, the after effects of all this kind of thing yet, but mm. we will get back to it in another episode, I guess. Yes, yes, definitely. Definitely will, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we hope you like this one. And that's another episode of Line City Rock, boys and girls, and, uh, you know, if you know what to do, as usual, like, subscribe, uh, you know, on all the different social media platforms right? and get the word out. Yeah, share, share, yeah. share as much as you can. Let everybody in the world know that, you know, Lion City Rock Podcast is bloody indispensable. Right? <laughs> you, need right. It, you, you need it in your life, right? But, you know, <laughs> until then, right, uh, you know, be safe, play safe, uh, stay safe, and please don't do drugs, all right? <laughs> yeah, see ya. Ciao. Bye.